Hello, this is Brianna Samitis, and welcome to Diving In. So today we are going to be diving into a um, conspiracy theory episode. I'm going to be hitting just three conspiracy theories. Um, Nothing super, super long like my past episodes have been. Um, Before I get into talking about all of that, I just want to say I haven't produced an episode in a really long time. Um, It's been two months since January. I've been trying to focus on my um, mental health, and I've not had the energy or motivation to sit down and do any of my schoolwork or any of this. So I'm really glad that I'm actually, I actually have the motivation right now. It feels really good to actually be able to do this because I really enjoy making episodes. I really enjoy talking about conspiracy theories. Um, These are kind of like a little bit lame, nothing like super, super big. Um, I'm probably going to do another conspiracy theory episode down the road, but for right now, um, this is definitely not a bi-weekly podcast anymore. It's just going to be when I have the motivation and the willpower to sit down, do the research, contact people, and am in the right mental state to do this. So, with all of that being said, we are going to dive into our very first conspiracy, which is going to be 9-11. Um, I'm just going to do a little background. Um, it happened on September 11, 2001. Um, four passenger planes were hijacked by radical Islamist uh, terrorists. Almost 3,000 people were killed as the aircrafts were flown into the World Trade Center, the Pentagon, and a Pennsylvania field. And then um Just hours before the collapse of New York's Twin Towers, a conspiracy theory surfaced online, um, which presets, I don't think I'm saying that right, what the heck, more than 16 years later, which that um, conspiracy is that it wasn't just planes flying through the building, um, that bombs were actually involved as well. There's no doubt that the planes hit the building and did a lot of damage, but looking at the footage, like personally, I watched some videos, I looked it up, those buildings were um, demolished, like completely, and to demolish a building, you um, don't need all that much explosive, but it's it needs to be placed in like the correct places, and someone had to have a lot of access to um, all of the all of it, like both the towers, um, and I had to have a lot of time to do this. And with that, um, with that being said, like somebody would have to have the access. Um, was it an inside job? Um, people say that the government and the president at the time, um, Bush, coordinated it themselves, placing bombs alongside the lining of the buildings. Um, it's said that the government created this plot to have Americans okay with the thought of going to war with Afghanistan. And, um, I do, I do sort of believe that I talked to one of my teachers at, not my teacher, but one of the teachers at Parkview, he said, um, something having to do with oil at the time. Um, they couldn't invade Syria 
because I have to do something with Syria and Afghanistan. They couldn't invade Syria because of, um, I don't want to say law, but I don't know. I should have done, I should have wrote this down. Had to do with not being able to invade Syria because of something like an agreement, maybe, or maybe because, yeah, I think it was an agreement. Um, so they went to Afghanistan, went to war Afghanistan for oil. That's also part of like a conspiracy theory. That's like the, I guess that's like the whole thing. I don't really know. <laughs> um, there's also been multiple, I'm going to go back to the bomb thing. There have been multiple accounts of eyewitnesses hearing bombs. Um, a few even interviewed on TV after it all happened. Um, there's also a video I saw of a fireman that day saying there's a bomb in the building. Everybody needs to clear out. And then one of the survivors, a janitor at the World Trade Center, William Rodriguez, also stated he heard bombs go off before the plane even hit. And if you've ever seen pictures or videos of 9-11, you can clearly see little explosions going down the sides of the building um, where the planes weren't anywhere near. So the planes hit the top of the building or close to the top. And um, William Rodriguez, the janitor at the time, said he heard the bomb go off at the first floor. So thinking about it, like they hit the top, a bomb is triggered to go from bottom to top. And that would probably be the best way to demolish, to just to demol demolish the building. Um, now there's like an actual whole other aspect of this conspiracy where people believe that there were no planes to even begin with, that all the clips on the news were actually CGI. Um, and it's a, a lot of people think that um, it sort of looks like a bad special effect. Um, the planes would have had parts falling off, parts tumbling to the ground, um, but it went through like nothing. And then years before 9-11 hap ever happened, the government actually tested what would happen to a plane if they flew it through a big metal wall. And if you look up the, I bet you could probably find it on Google, um, the videotape evidence of the experiment showed that the plane disintegrates completely. Um, but with the World Trade Center, you can um, there's a there's a video out there where you can clearly see the plane of the no the nose of the plane going out the other side. Um, but after the smoke cleared, it's seen that there was no exit hole where you could see the nose of the plane went through in the video. And there's a lot of um, recorded evidence of the hit um, that there was a split second of black screen and it's on every single videotape that I could find. And even on some, like you don't see the plane, you see the explosion afterwards. Um, and then I, somebody said you don't ever actually see the plane hit the building. It would cut to a black screen or cut off to something else. And then there's a clip back then that was circulating um, where you could clearly see, clearly see one of the wings of the plane just disappear. And I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't even born yet. This happened in 2001. I was born in 2003. So these videos, the ones that I've been watching or ones that I've seen could totally be edited to the point where these conspiracy theories are like, everybody should believe them. You know what I mean? So what I could be saying is just a whole bunch of uh, stupidness. I don't know. But personally, 
from what I've seen, I what I even talked to with um, that one teacher, I believe that it was sort of like a little inside job to get the get us okay with going to war. And then we're going to move into COVID-19. Um, before I talk about this one, I would just like to state that I very much believe COVID is real. It's killed um, millions of people. This is just a cons- these are just conspiracies I found online. Um, I have three of them, like three tiny ones revolving around COVID. And the first one we're going to start with is um, 5G, the super spreader. So this is one of the stranger explanations for the virus um, that the rollout of 5G mobile technology was, excuse me, was to blame. Um, Some argue that the coronavirus was created to ensure people stayed in their house while the 5G technology was rolled out, while others stated that the radiation waves emitted from 5G weakened people's immune systems, making them more vulnerable to um, infection. And then other theorists claim that 5G directly transmitted the virus. Um, um, Conspiracy theories link to incidents that they said uh, correlated the rapid rollout of 5G networks at the time, hit at the same time the pandemic came around. Um, But in a YouGov Cambridge, dang, in a YouGov Cambridge globalism project, a survey of about like 26,000 people in 25 different countries. Um, More than a fifth of the respondents in Turkey, Egypt, Nigeria, and South Africa believed it was definitely or probably true that the symptoms were caused or enhanced by the direct physical effects on the human body of 5G. But if you want to use any little bit of logic in your brain, you would understand how that could not be real Um, Because viruses cannot travel on mobile networks. And with that being said, the the, uh, spread of COVID-19 happened in many countries that did not even have 5G networks. But people believe this conspiracy so much that um, it was led to cell phone towers being set on fire in the UK and uh, plenty of other places. And then there's one about um, COVID actually being a bioweapon. Online theorists claim that COVID-19 was actually engineered in a high-level biological warfare laboratory with the blame commonly um, pinned on Chinese scientists and designed to spread quickly and kill efficiently as a modern-day biological weapon. And then according to a study by PEW Research, at the height of the pandemic, Nearly three in 10 Americans believe that COVID was made in a lab, um, either intentionally or accidentally. Uh, let's see, let's say 23% believed it was developed intentionally with only 6% believing it was an accident. And then uh, the, the last small conspiracy for COVID um, is that the virus was imported from China through the U.S. military. In response to the notion that COVID emerged in a laboratory in, um, I don't want to like butcher the city, but I'm just going to say Wan, Wan in Wan, a competing, um, 
and a competing conspiracy theory emerged that the U.S. military could have brought the coronavirus to China, supplementing the traditional view that the pandemic began in the Chinese city of Wuhan. This idea was spread initially by um, a Chinese foreign uh, ministry spokesman, Zhou Lijin, I'm saying that wrong too, who tweeted at the time that it's um, possible that the U.S. brought the virus to Wuhan. Um, and then all of these, um, comments and rumors were, um, these comments widely circulated in China added, added to the fuel that U.S. military, military personnel had brought the virus to China during their, um, participation in the 2019 military world games last October. Um, so I honestly, I don't even know what to believe. Viruses come out of nowhere all the time. I guess I'm not a scientist. I don't know. But COVID-19 is not through any <laughs> mobile network. I highly doubt it's a bioweapon. If it was a bioweapon, they should have killed Donald Trump. I don't know. <laughs> Um, with that being said, we're just going to move on to the very last theory that I have. Um, it's called <laughs> the reptilian elite. Um, so the basis of the reptilian elite theory is that in ancient times, a group of advanced reptiles from the alpha drink dr dragons, I'm saying that wrong, star system um, came to Earth and infiltrated the governments of the ancient civilizations in order to control all the humans and basically enslave them and become their rulers and then breed with the humans to form crossbreeds so that their DNA can infiltrate the minds of humans. And then with our with their DNA inside our systems, they control us. They can control us by making us dumber slower and weaker and therefore easier to control and then evidence for this reptilian dna in us comes from the fact that in the early stages developing um, embryos look a lot like reptiles and could be classified as such um, the oldest part of our brain in which control the most primal functions and instincts is called the reptilian brain because it's made up the structures that the reptilian brain consists of which are the brainstem and C. cerebrum? I said that, but that was a lot of sciencey words. Um, the these could just be the result of the fact that we originally um, evolved from reptiles, as they were the first animals that existed on Earth. So naturally, we would have parts of our body that are similar to theirs, like evolution. But I guess that's through monkeys chimps or whatever but anyways you get the gist they would make a lot of sense considering they were the very first animals to ever exist um and it's also said believe that through the reptilian elite theory there's um leaders our corporate executives and our beloved oscar-winning actors um that are responsible for i guess the holocaust the oklahoma city bombings and the 9-11 attacks which I don't I I don't know how to feel about that. I just think 
this is what I think. Hold on. So there's been said that Queen Elizabeth, the Bush family CEOs and like global banking leaders and like celebrities like Justin Bieber and Katy Perry are actually reptiles um, that are believed to make up the Illuminati and can take on human form by creating vibrations that give us the illusion that they're humans. So I don't, I, I, there's no way that there's not like, I just feel like it could possibly be possible that somebody in this world is a reptile that's just a human. Like that's, that is fronting as a human. Like I feel like it could make sense, but I don't think they like did the Holocaust or 9-11 or anything like that. Um, one piece of evidence for this theory comes from the fact that many religions and ancient civilizations depict some sort of reptilian god or goddess, um, which that supports David Icke's theory that these reptilian beings once ruled in the open and created impossible structures at, such as the pyramids of Egypt. Um, but I guess this is this could be easily debunked because ancient civilizations also had gods that took the form of other animals inside Aside from reptiles, um, I guess Egyptian god Anubis was uh, depicted as a man with a jackal head. And a jackal is a uh, mammal, I think. Yeah, a mammal. And then not a recent, but like, I guess sort of recent um, evidence for this theory comes from a video of Justin Bieber in which his eyes seem to shift and turn reptilian-like. Um, believers of this conspiracy explain that this is because it's hard for these reptiles to keep their true selves hidden through the camera. But if you really think about it, if this was the case, we'd see a lot more celebrities shape shifting and not just their eyes. Like you'd probably see like a tail pop out of their butt or something or like their leg to have scales on it. I, like it, it would be absolutely impossible for them to only for their eyes to only do that and nothing else I mean I guess we could never there's it's possible that we just were just never caught it on video but they're celebrities they're on video all the time so I guess that doesn't really make sense um, and obviously it could be just like a result of a glitch or camera malfunction, but there's an incredible amount of people who actually believe that this is true. Um, 12 million Americans to be exact and even more people worldwide. Um, I see a bunch of conspiracy theories on TikTok that I want to talk about, but I didn't think I wanted to talk about it in this episode. I wanted it to keep it nice and short. And I think I did just that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if I really enjoyed making this episode, but I really hope you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully you, you get a little laugh about it. Um, and please, you can, I, if you go through the link on my Instagram, you can leave comments on anchor. Um, or you guys can always just text me about it. I really enjoy having people text me about my podcast and be like, oh my God, I love it so much. It makes me want to make more episodes, which hopefully my mental health will allow me to do so. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed the conspiracy theories I talked about. 
I will be making another conspiracy theory episode. I'm not quite sure when. I want to make um, a episode about Parkview issues and like interview all these teachers and maybe a few students and just ask them what could be done to improve Parkview and how we operate as a school and like a I don't want to say family, but like you get you get the gist of what I'm trying to convey right now. Um, I'm not really sure there's anything else to say, but I wish, um, I felt a lot better about this episode, but maybe you guys will feel differently and I hope you do. So I guess I'll see you when I see you. I hope you guys have a really nice night.